Chapter Twenty of Grandmother Elsie. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Ruhi Huck. Grandmother Elsie by Martha Finlay. Chapter Twenty. Grandma Elsie and Mamma V. Violet's toilet was finished. She wore a white silk trimmed with a great deal of very rich lace white flowers in her hair and at her throat and looked very bride-like and beautiful so lulu thought as she came dancing in full of joyous excitement over her own unusual adornment catching sight of violet standing in front of her toilet table turning over a box of ribbons oh how beautiful you are she cried and how very kind to let me wear these glancing down at the ornaments on her own person let you wear them dear child i have given them to you for your own and i am looking now for ribbon for your hair to match the sash i had forgotten it ah here is just the thing given me these lovely lovely bracelets and necklace and this handsome sash too cried lulu in wide-eyed astonishment oh you are just too too good to me may i kiss you and may i call you mamma v now yes indeed if you can give me a little place in your heart violet answered taking the little girl in her arms oh a great big place cried lulu returning v's caresses with ardour mamma v it's a very pretty name and you are my own sweet pretty new mamma a great deal nicer than if you were old enough to be my real mother ah lulu it makes me very happy to hear all that said her father's voice behind her and she felt his hand laid affectionately upon her head she turned round quickly oh papa how nice you look too how is gracie i left her sleeping comfortably a half hour ago and have been making my toilet in another room ah oh, my love gazing at violet with proud fondly admiring eyes how very lovely you are in my husband's partial eyes she returned looking up at him with a bright sweet smile in lulu's too judging from what i heard her say just now he said turning his eyes upon his daughter again ah how you have improved her appearance yes papa only see these lovely things she mamma v has given me cried lulu displaying her ornaments a most generous gift she said examining the jewelry these coral ornaments are costly lulu and you must be careful of them mamma v is that the name you have chosen for yourself my love he asked again turning to his bride yes if you approve levis i like it he returned emphatically and the other ladies remarked lulu say i am to call them grandma rose and grandma elsie and the gentleman told me and max to call him grandpa may i come in asked max at the door which stood wide open yes his father and violet both answered oh he cried gazing at violet in undisguised admiration how lovely how splendid you look what shall i call you you said you know and of course anybody can see it that you're not old enough to be my mother no she said with a look of amusement and pleasure so you may use the name lulu and gracie will call me mamma v miss willet said agnes appearing at the door they says there's waiting supper for you and the captain ah then we must not linger here 
lulu dear let agnes tie this ribbon on your hair she can do it more tastefully than i max i see you are dressed for the evening yes mamma vi your brother herbert showed me my room a very nice one in the story over this and had my trunk carried up am i all right you'll do very well his father said laughingly but with a gleam of fatherly pride in his eye give your arm to your sister and we will go down if you are ready little wife the last words were spoken in a fond whisper close to violet's ear as he drew her hand within his arm and were answered by a bright sweet smile as she lifted her azure eyes to his the two cottages stood but a few feet apart with no fence or wall of separation between and were connected by a covered way so that it was very much as if they were but one house the room in which the feast was spread was tastefully decorated with evergreens flags and flowers the table too was adorned with lovely bouquets and beautifully painted china and sparkled with silver and cut glass the dinsmores travellers and raymonds gathered about it as one family a bright happy party edward was there with his zoe looking extremely pretty in bridal attire each apparently as devoted as ever to the other max and lulu behaved themselves admirably the latter feeling quite subdued by the presence of her father and so many elegantly dressed and distinguished-looking people it was certainly a great change from mrs crimp's little dining-room with its small plainly furnished table the three to sit down to it and anne to wait upon them a very pleasant change to lulu she enjoyed it greatly she and max scarcely spoke during the meal occupying themselves in eating and listening to the lively discourse going on around them but were well waited upon the servants being attentive and both elsie and violet interesting themselves to see that the little strangers were not neglected on leaving the table all repaired to the veranda and front dooryard for the enjoyment of a moonlight evening and the sea breeze the young travellers and raymond speedily grew quite intimate and were mutually pleased but the latter fatigued with the journey and excitements of the day were ready to retire at an early hour they waited only for family worship conducted for both households by mr dinsmore then violet and they bade good-night and went back to their own dwelling leaving the captain to sit some time longer on the veranda with the other gentlemen have you everything you want in your room max violet asked in a kindly tone as the boy took up his bedroom candle yes thank you mamma vi he answered cheerfully but with a longing look at her what is it max she asked with a sweet smile don't be afraid to tell me if there is anything you want i am afraid i oughtn't to ask it he stammered blushing vividly i've no right and it might be disagreeable but oh i should like to kiss you good-night you may max she said laughing then put her arms round his neck and gave the kiss very heartily thank you he cried in blushing delight then hurried away calling back ah good-night lu good-night she answered looking wistfully at violet shall i have a good-night kiss from you too dear violet asked offering her lips lulu accepted the invitation in an eager joyous way then asked may i see gracie before i go to bed yes dear we will go in very quietly 
lest we should wake her if she is asleep. They found Gracie awake, Aunt Chloe shaking up her pillow and smoothing the cover over her. Oh, Mama, she cried in her little weak voice, how beautiful you are. And Lulu, where did you get those pretty things? Mama V gave them to me, Lulu said. Oh, Gracie, dear, are you better? Yes, I don't feel sick now, only weak. She's very good to me, she and everybody, with a grateful look at her sable nurse. Yes, Violet said. Mammy is always good and kind, especially to a sick person. Now Lulu and I will kiss you good night and leave you to go to sleep again. You are nice and kind to come, both of you, Gracie said, receiving and returning their caresses. Mammy, Violet said as she turned to leave the room, I'm afraid you're not able to take care of her through the night. Yes, I is, honey darling, responded the old woman with warmth. I have a quilt spread down down on the floor, and I'll die down and sleep. And if the chilly stirs, I'll wake up right up and give her everything she wants. Mama V, don't you want to see my room? Lulu asked as they neared its door. I think it's ever so pretty. So it is, Violet said, stepping inside with her. And I'm very glad you like it. If you think of anything else you want in it, don't hesitate to ask for it. Both your papa and I wish to do all in our power to make his children happy. Oh, thank you. Oh, it is so nice to have a new mama, such a sweet, kind one. Lulu exclaimed with impulsive warmth, setting down her candle and throwing her arms around Violet's neck. Dear child, Violet said, returning the embrace, I'm very glad you're beginning to love me. I hope we shall all love each other better every day and be happy together. You won't forget to ask God's protection before you sleep and thank him for his love and care. What a mercy that we met with no accident on our journey. Yes, indeed, and I won't forget to say my prayers, Mama V. They exchanged an affectionate good night and Violet went to her own room. Agnes was there, waiting to assist her in disrobing, to take down her hair and put things in place. As the maid withdrew, her duty finished. Elsie came softly in. Dearest Mama, cried Vis joyously, I am so glad you have come. I thought you would. Yes, daughter, I have just seen Rosie and Walter in bed and could not deny myself the pleasure of one of the old-time private talks with my dear B. Ah, you don't know how I have missed them ever since Captain Raymond carried you away from Ion. They were standing together with their arms about each other. Mama, Violet said in an earnest, tenderly affectionate look into her mother's face, how very beautiful you are and how youthful in appearance. There is not a line in your face, not a silver thread in your hair, and it still has that exquisite golden tinge it has had ever since I can remember. Ah, dear child, we can see so many beauties in those we love that are imperceptible to other eyes. Elsie returned with a quiet smile. But, Mama, everyone sees you to be both young and beautiful in looks. You look far too young to be addressed as Grandma by Max and Lulu and even Gracie. I wish you would not allow it, but let them call you Auntie. It does not make me really any older or even to feel or look so, the mother said, with a low silvery laugh of amusement at Violet's earnestness. But I don't like it, Mama. Then I am sorry I gave them permission. Yet having done so, I do not like to recall it. 
but daughter dear old age will come to us all if we live and it is quite useless to fight against the inevitable yet we needn't hurry it on mamma no but consider had i and my eldest daughter married as early in life as my mother did i might now have own grandchildren as old as max and lulu besides she added gaily how can i hope to deceive people into supposing me young when i have three married children yes mamma that is true violet said after a moment's thought and perhaps the children may be more ready to submit to the guidance and control of a grandma than of an aunt oh how thankful i am that when their father is no longer here to govern them they will not be left to my management alone End of chapter 20